0: Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I am pretty excited to bring you today's episode. This has been much requested by many listeners and also truthfully by myself because I have been dying to get an update on Hudson's life ever since the last time that we had Miranda, the amazing animal communicator on the podcast, which was episode four. And there are so many reasons why I wanted to have Miranda back on and do this conversation with Hudson on the podcast and not just on my own time. And that's because I think a lot of you who listen and who follow my blog have become very invested in Hudson's life, which makes me really happy. And also, so many of you have animals of your own. And if you don't have your own animal, you certainly have someone in your life that you love and care for deeply, so you understand how special it is to be able to communicate for me with Hudson, who is unquestionably one of the top two most important creatures in my life. I have Hudson and I have Jonathan, of course, who is the love of my life. And Hudson is the feline love of my life. And without the two of them, I don't know what I would do. So I know a lot of you have animals and you know this special connection and special bond that exists between a human and their animal. And also, so many of you are open to a lot of this spiritual channeling stuff that I have been sharing a lot about on the podcast. So it's really cool that this podcast show is coming full circle, because the first time I had Miranda on, it was really because I, of course, believed in animal communication and had been speaking with Miranda multiple times before I had her on the podcast, but also it was because Hudson's so important to me, so I wanted Hudson's perspective to be shared on the podcast, and now that pretty much a year has passed since the last time Miranda was on this podcast, I have really opened up intuitively myself, and I think I have a whole new. Understanding of how Miranda's gift works and how it really fits in line with a lot of other people that I have on this podcast and their gifts from psychic mediums to general intuitives to crystal healers to those who can channel non physical beings like Nicola and the Pleiadians and Sheena who has access to the Pleiadians and even myself. So My eyes have just been so opened over the last year. It's pretty crazy. And it makes me view Miranda's gift in a whole new light, in the kind of light where I deeply understand that all of us have this intuitive power and connection within us, which is something, of course, that Miranda teaches and that she talks about even in episode four. So if you're interested in in this kind of stuff, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode four of this podcast and definitely take a little chuckle when you listen at the audio quality and how different the quality of my podcast is now. Now that I have Cody and Hayden and Ben and Zach and the whole Podcast Masters team who helps me every single week, make this podcast be as wonderful quality as it can possibly be. And back then, episode four, I was doing it all on my own. So that's interesting. But also, you'll learn a lot more about Miranda's story in that episode and her history with opening up intuitively and how she began communicating with animals. And for her, it was really inherent. It's something she's been doing for her whole life. And she was lucky enough to have some pretty spiritual and supportive parents who helped her find the right people to learn more about her gift. And I just love her. I love everything that she does. She also coaches humans. She is very much like a therapist and she's so wise. I love talking to her. She has the best energy about her. She's so down to earth. You will find that as you listen to this episode. I think that she's just such a joy to talk to and Hudson loves her and I love her. So a couple of things that we go over in this episode that I think you guys will find pretty interesting is that I finally get to ask Hudson and figure out what Hudson thinks about my being in a relationship for the last almost year. And Hudson was the one a year ago who told me to slow down and open my eyes and that if I did slow down and open my eyes, I would see that there is a dear friend in my life that I'm supposed to be dating. So that was true. And without Hudson's guidance, I I don't know that I would have slowed down the way that I have. So that's really special. We also talk about how Hudson's feeling in his life these days and what's going on with him, what he's noticed about me opening up intuitively and psychically, how we've been connected in many lifetimes and what makes him the happiest and ultimately what makes all animals the happiest. And Hudson is a very celestial being just like I thought he was. So I'm very pleased about that. And it's just a really, really fun episode. I'm so excited for you guys to listen and it's amazing. So I know tons and tons of you will want to book Miranda because if you have an animal, you can speak to them through Miranda pretty much anywhere you live. She tells me in this recording, which you guys will hear, that she talked to some of my listeners who live in the Philippines. They have a dog named Napoleon. And that is so special and so exciting to me that you guys contacted her. And I know a lot of people have since the first episode that we did with her. So you can find her on MirandaAlcott.com, which is Just her name, Miranda Alcott. You can find that in the show notes, in the title of this episode. And you can also email info at MirandaAlcott.com and talk to her lovely assistant, Lucy, who can help you out. I'm just a huge fan of everything she does. And... A huge fan of her in general. So thank you to Miranda for facilitating this conversation with Hudson. Thank you to Hudson for being so open and trusting and sharing so much with our listeners. You guys will love his personality. He's so funny. And I also wanted to say this episode is brought to you today by my new facet of my brand, which I'm very excited about, called Spirit Juice. So Spirit Juice is not a juice company, contrary to popular belief, but who knows, maybe someday it will be. It is a newsletter that is meant to bring you all things spiritual, high vibe, moon phases, and even a little bit witchy. So all the stuff I talk about here on this podcast and more, I would absolutely love to have you guys in the Spirit Juice tribe. You're already part of the Soul on Fire tribe, the Balance Blonde tribe, and it's all the same. I'm not a label person. It's really all the same, but Spirit Juice is something I'm really excited about. It came to me in a vision, and I'm going to do a whole entire solo episode about how it came to me, what I saw, how I manifested it into reality and kind of what to expect from the whole thing. So you can sign up. That'll also be in the show notes to receive the weekly emails. You will not get spammed. It's just a fun weekly email. It's going to be amazing. It's going to grow. I've seen the vision of where it's going to take me and I'm very excited. So that's in the show notes and also at the bit.ly link, which is bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y slash T-B-B spirit juice. So really easy, easy for you guys to find. Please join. It's going to be so fun. And without further ado, I will let Hudson Riley Younger take it away and Miranda Alcott. People have been asking me for months and months and months. Can we get a Hudson update? Can we get a Hudson update? We have to know what Hudson's thinking. So I'm so happy. That's lovely. Well, Hudson started yesterday with me
1: and I said, no, 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 no. I can't hear you. Neener, 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 neener. I can't hear you because I didn't want him to, to, um, say anything, you know, like without you being present, you know, but he's very excited about it. So good. So whenever he's next to me,
0: he's sitting next to me. He's so funny. I think, yeah, he has totally known. I told him yesterday that we were going to talk to you.
1: Yeah, well, this is really exciting because he also, I pulled up a picture of him from last time and this time. And my goodness, he's grown and matured. And he looks so much healthier this time than we spoke last really? year. Really? Oh, I'm so happy. So that means you've changed food and you've done stuff because he's a whole lot healthier, a whole lot healthier.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. We have changed food and he seems healthier. He seems really happy. So I want to hear, I want to hear from him and everything he has to say. Excellent. We'll do that. I'm just thrilled for all of it. And we know that Hudson really likes you because he let us know last time that that you're in the club. He likes you. You're a cool person. (laughs) So he's going to be happy. Yes. So my first question is, hi, Huddy. How are you doing? And how are you feeling since the last time that we talked through Miranda? Is this something that you would like to do more often?
1: Okay, hold on. He says, yeah, he couldn't figure out where I went. <laughs> he, he's talking about me, Miranda. He's like, he couldn't figure out where I went because he thought I was supposed to be around. And I say, I'm saying to him, well, Hudson, you know, I'm, I am really busy too. And I work with other animals. He said, I know that. I'm saying, well, but here's the thing. I really needed to keep doing what I do, just like your human does what she does. So I needed to do what I do. But I have to say, Hudson, these pictures of you, you are such a handsome boy. And it's so good to see you again. He says, well, a lot has been going on here. I'm saying with you, you mean? As well, with our house, with us. I'm saying, well, like what? He says, wow, everything. Haven't you been keeping up? I've been seeing. Your cat is taking me to the woodshed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm saying. No, Hudson, I I actually haven't because I have my own newsletters and stuff that I need to work on. (laughs) And I have a new website. Does that count, Hudson? Does that count? Do I get any slack for that? He says all he knows is that his human is really, really important, and I need to know what she's doing. I'm saying, well, I have every so often I have nipped in and checked her out. And I will say your human is really important. But what do you want to say about your human? Big sigh. He says she's really grown. I'm saying, has she? How do you see that? He says, because she's um, she's uh deeper. He says, I was a little concerned when you didn't show up. I wasn't sure how I could get her to do more. She's doing it on her own, and she's helping herself to grow. I'm saying, in what ways do you see your human growing? He says she listens more carefully now. Um, She does a lot more things on her own where she um, listens to people very carefully. She always has, but still She's getting better at it. I was concerned because I was hoping that you would help me help her. And I'm glad you're back again. He says, and I hope you'll stay around this time. I'm saying, thank you, Hudson. That's very sweet. And I appreciate the invitation. Invitation received and accepted. Thank you so much. He says, but the thing is, you have to know what she's doing. I'm saying, well, tell me, what is she doing? He said, she has this way of just being quieter than she's ever been. She has this way of focusing more than she ever has. She has this way of trusting, trusting. She trusts more now. I'm saying, you know, Hudson, that's huge for any human because we all at times have challenges with being trusting. He says, yeah, but she trusts herself more now. I'm saying, yeah, I can feel that too. That's that's the best. That's all the trust there is, whether we trust ourselves. That's all the trust there is.
0: Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh, I love that Hudson knows all of this and I kind of I want because of what he's saying, I kind of want to skip ahead to one of the questions I have in the middle of this list which is I feel like Hudson knows that I am opening up intuitively. And becoming very, very spiritual. And in a way, I feel very tapped in psychically. And I feel like I can communicate with non-physical beings. And I have these experiences, especially when I'm asleep, where I feel that I am like, I have souls visiting me from different, different places. And does Hudson see this? Does he see what's happening? Does he know?
1: Oh he says he is trying to help you with protection. Absolutely, yes. he's very aware of it. He says he's very aware of it. He says he knows you're excited but he's asking me, can you help her out with some of that? I'm saying I certainly can. Um and and but right now your human is asking you to talk about how you experience her going through what she's going through. He says he's glad for you, but he thinks in some ways, as always, you're moving really fast. He says it's important that you slow down a little so that you can stay healthy even though you're excited, your sleep is really important. I'm saying, yeah, that's that was the first thing I was going to address Hudson. He says she has to understand her body needs that sleep. He's asking me, can I talk to you more about it? So do you want me to do that, Jordan, to talk to you a little bit about that? Yes. Okay. So it is really exciting um, in in coming to an awareness that there's more on your own. You've always known there's more. That's not an issue. And this is really, this is why people call it awakening, because it's not that you didn't have it before. It's that you are settled in such a way and you work on yourself in such a way that now you can take more in. And And I don't mean physically take it in, although if you're not sleeping at night, It does affect your physical body. So what I would suggest is before you go to sleep, you can say, you know, um, Hudson, I am open to you and only you uh, to take me on a journey if that's what you want to teach me. And I'm only open to that which is for my highest good and the highest good of all concerned. And the reason I'm stressing because you are opening up in this way and you're aware of it Jordan it's really exciting and the temptation is oh more 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 you know like how can i help what can i support what can i do however you are having a physical body at this point you're you know you're you're a soul that is having a human experience right now and so in this this work that you're doing which is so beautiful and is worldwide uh, I know because I, I got a new client um, this week who was called me from the Philippines, and I said, "How did you hear about my work?" And she said, "The Balanced Blonde," you know. <laughs> That's amazing. And it was oh, it was incredible. And she had her boyfriend on Skype. they a lovely couple, wonderful people with a wonderful dog named Napoleon. Absolutely lovely, and they follow you a lot and really enjoy you. And, and that's an example of someone who's an American living with someone who's a Filipino in the Philippines. And that's how she stays in touch and how she keeps up and he enjoys sharing the culture. So you're doing a lot of wonderful work, Jordan, and it's really important, really important work that you're doing um, because you're taking people along with you. So in that, in that vein What Hudson is saying to you is he needs you to slow down so that you can take people with you, but also so that you stay healthy. Yes. So you don't, when you go to sleep, although it's exciting like to hear from other souls or whatever— um I'm going to encourage you and I can help you with some of that in, in another time, but I'm going to encourage you to, to work only during daylight hours. You can ask those that need to communicate to communicate with you because you need your rest. The other thing is um, that it establishing boundaries um, that you're saying, you know, um it, even with Hudson. Uh, Hudson, if you need to take me on a journey, I'm open to you for 30 minutes and that's it. Now, the reason I'm saying 30 minutes is that Hudson travels many different realms. He's not the one who has any belief of limitation. Cats are phenomenal. They they come from many directions and, and operate simultaneously in and, and many levels. But so to him and to those beings that are trying to communicate with you, they don't have time the way we do. However, one of the reasons we have time that we're aware of is to respect our bodies. As you know, with all the beautiful body work that you do, you have to give your body time to do that, to keep it healthy. Same thing with rest. Same thing with being conscious of where you are spending your time and who is saying, well, Jordan, over here or over here. You don't want to be working with just anyone flying by. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Definitely. That makes sense. So to Hudson, does he see, like, when I am communicating with these beings or when they're communicating with me while I'm asleep, can he see them? Or is this just something that he senses?
1: No, no. Sometimes they're, he sees them. Absolutely. I mean, he sees them. Cats usually see those energies 24-7, depending on what their surroundings are and what what their humans are pulling to them. So from his perspective, let's ask him how he feels about that Yeah. and what he sees. So hold on. He says sometimes it's really crowded in here. He says um, it, sometimes it's okay. Most of the time it's kind of wearing. He says only because I want to make sure that she is in a position that she is not spending time in areas that's not uh, like we'd say, supportive, you know, of mm-hmm. you. He says um, uh, she's fascinated with it. And sometimes he says he has pause possible trying to mediate what would be best for you. But he says it's time that she take this responsibility on too, to know that so that we don't spend time just trying to bob and weave, you know, but actually that our time is better spent being focused and concentrated on that, which is for us to do together. I'm saying when you say we Hudson, you're saying we, uh, so you are working with Jordan. Yes. He says this happens sometimes. Uh, I make sure that she has what she needs and I do the best I can to keep things clear around her. I'm saying, God bless you.
0: Oh my God! Jesus. I could oh. cry. Yeah, he's my baby. He's,
1: he's the difference. If you look at a picture of him, Jordan, from a year ago,
0: and now, I think you'll see it. Yeah, I need to look at pick, the last pictures I sent you. Yep,
1: yeah, they're pretty profound. Oh. I, there's there's a beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. The one that you sent me almost a year ago. What is it dated? Two seven, Yeah, and um, so it's more than a year. Yeah. Yeah. And he he has this wonderful babiness about him and gentle and vulnerability and innocence. And when you look
0: at him now, he is focused. He is
1: laser focused.
0: Yes, he is. I noticed that difference in him too. And I really see it in these photos that I sent you today. So cute. So I feel that Hudson and I Just like he's saying how we work together frequently, I feel that we communicate very, very much. It's different than communicating through you because it's so much more specific through you. But with him, when we look at each other, I feel that I know what he's thinking telepathically. And I want to know if he feels that.
1: Yes, he says he wishes. um, That's one of the reasons he wishes there was more contact. The way we're doing it right now, only because there's so much he wants to teach you, and things he wants to share with you, and things he wants you to look out for. But he says, if you're asking him, um, is he aware of you communicating? He's laughing. He says, when is when is he not aware of you communicating? He says you talk to him all (laughs) the time,
0: and he says.
1: yeah. And he says, the only thing is he wish you wouldn't repeat yourself so often.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. I know. I get that sense from him sometimes. Cause I'm constantly telling him like similar things over and over. I know how smart he is. That's so funny. So yeah. maybe it's just because Hudson's getting older. He's a little bit older than two And he doesn't sleep with me the way that he, that he did when he was a baby as much. And it seems like he really likes to be by himself sometimes in the closet, specifically like under all the clothes in the closet. And I want to know if there's a reason for this or if he's just happy doing what he's doing.
1: Okay, great. Great questions. He says, um, he has his own work to do. You know, he has his own work. He says, and sometimes he just needs the space and silence. He needs to have his body be in a place where he can count on it, no disturbance, where he can do what he needs to do to continue to have his energy focused, regenerating. And then when he is more interactive, then is when he has more to be alongside you.
0: But he does need his own time. Yeah, I understand. I respect that, Hudson. I do. I love when he sleeps with me. I love when he'll come into bed with me and lay on my chest and sleep in my arms. So that's just something that I would like for you to tell him so he knows.
1: Okay, hold on. Your human loves you so much. He says, I know. And she loves it when you physically are with her. She loves holding you. She loves having you lie on her chest. He says, but you have to tell her why. I'm saying she wants to hear it from you. He says, okay, so he lays on your chest. He says, I lie on your chest because I'm retuning you. There are things that you do that just need to be retuned. It's like... Um, you are like a musical instrument where you need to be aligned again. He says, that's why we work together. That's what it is. Mine is to support your growing, to help you understand there's more, to uh, provide uh, shoulder-to-shoulder support, and then some so that you can continue to do this beautiful work that we get to do.
0: Oh my gosh. Hudson, he's so powerful. And I feel that. I feel his power. I love knowing that. So it's not just the love that we share when he's on my chest and he's in my arms. He's actually really help helping to open me up and helping me to to be the person I am. And I can really draw it back to when I got him two years ago when I just spontaneously drove to the animal shelter and got my little baby Hudson, who was the size of a mouse. I think that's the time when I started really opening up intuitively and it just gets stronger and stronger.
1: And and he certainly is testifying to that. And he is a master teacher for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is you know, um, everybody has to get to their place and you have supported him. He's supported you, but who he is in this lifetime for you is definitely a master teacher. And he says, yes, he knows what you're going to ask because you've already asked him this a million times. <laughs> have you been together before? Yes, we have.
0: Oh, he my God. Says,
1: He says, um, and he says, you know, um, he says, you know how people ask, you know how people say, you know how humans say that we have nine lives. I'm saying, yes, that's humans do say that. He says, well, it's not true. I'm saying that's not true. What is the truth? He says, we have thousands of lives. He says, that's why we don't we don't lean as heavily on bodies as you do. We come and go. It's important. We're part of what helps this environment, like we'd say this planet. We, we, It's part of what helps you go on and learn. And we have the things we're learning as well. But part of our focus is to support you to learn. And Jordan is stunning, he says, stunning. his word, stunning baby I'm asking him I'm asking him when you say stunning what does that mean what does that mean to you he says she when she is calm she hears really well when she's excited she doesn't necessarily hear as well but he says it's fun to be near her now because her movements and now he's talking about physical movements her movements are much more intentional I'm saying, what does that mean? He says she is more. Okay, so what he's showing me. I'm I'm, obviously I'm using all human terminology and you know to communicate what he is sharing in his own languaging. But what he's showing me is that your movements are more purposeful, and I would say more articulate. That when you move, you are conscious of your energy moving, of who you are as an energetic being, as opposed to. Just walking and talking and exercising and doing that, that you're much more aware of when you place a foot down, that your energy is going deeper than the shoe or the ground that you're walking on. Does that
0: resonate with you at all? I can't even tell you how much it resonates. It's so, it, it resonates so much. And this is something that Hudson helped teach me through the through the last few times that we've communicated with you he has really made it clear to me to slow down to be more intentional with my movements and I've done that and it's started to change my life in so many ways
1: yeah you obviously have done it that's beautiful jordan or he wouldn't be saying that yeah. you know i mean he's a he's a real teacher i mean he could be a hard ass if he
0: wanted to he is a, a hard, ass. hard ass He doesn't, he doesn't ever let me off the hook ever. (laughs) Like if I do something that Hudson doesn't approve of, there is so much glaring and ignoring of me. He makes his point very clear. (laughs) So speaking of, speaking of things like, like that, I'm dying to know what does Hudson think of Jonathan, the relationship that I'm now in. And I also just have to tell you, Miranda, The last time we spoke, Hudson, I don't know if you remember, but Hudson told you to tell me that I needed to slow down so that I could open my eyes to a male friend in my life who I was supposed to be with as a partner. And Hudson was right because after I slowed down for about six weeks, I opened my eyes and I saw one of my best male friends in a different light. And he saw me in a different light and we're together now. And it's Ah! crazy, crazy to me that Hudson, Hudson knew Hudson helped orchestrate that. And so Jonathan has changed my life and Hudson's life a lot because he's part of our family now. And, um, I just want to know everything that Hudson feels and thinks about that.
1: Okay. Hold on. That's great. Congratulations for slowing down and congratulations on your new relationship. That's lovely. Thank you. He says, (laughs) Hudson says to me, do you see what I mean about humans being slow? Mm -hmm. I'm saying (laughs) I do. We we are slow. We We are slow yeah he says, But he's really glad that you are because again, it's all about things of healing things in you and things that he um he enjoys seeing you express yourself he says she he says she's really different when she comes home, she's really different, she's lighter, she has more color to her, she has like I would use the words effervescing that you're effervescing when you come home.' Uh, From having spent time with Jonathan, Um, he says so he approves of Jonathan in a lot of ways. He says right now in this moment and this time, um, both of you are like energizing each other. And he says it's it's really important. And he says, "Um, he likes Jonathan because Jonathan makes him laugh, but mm-hmm. Jonathan, at the same time, challenges him in some ways and um and he likes the exchange with Jonathan. but he's but he says, Make no mistake that he he wishes the best for you and wants you to be, you know, uh, having what you need to grow heal to to continue. Um, he says, and so." he, you are as human. That's it. You're Mm -hmm. you're his, you know, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. yours.
0: Yeah. Well, that's true. Hudson is, Hudson's my man. Hudson will always, always, always be my, my everything. And I love, I love the exchange that Jonathan and Hudson have and they play together. Like they're such boys the way that they play together. And I want to know more about if Hudson has had so much fun now having this boy in his life,: Yeah,
1: yes, he says he likes having this person around very much, and he says, um, but he he wouldn't want to share you full time. He says he he wants his own time with you.:
0: Yes, that that makes sense. That makes sense, and he gets his own time. He does. We have our special time together.
1: Yeah, he says, um, but he does like Jordan a lot. He does enjoy playing with him a bunch. He says um, sometimes he thinks he may get too excited for, for Jordan. But um, he he says um, it's OK because we, we know each other's limits. Like we know what we can and can't do. So,
0: yes. Oh, yeah. No, he does get really excited with Jonathan. He would get feisty. Mm hmm.
1: But he says he loves your coolness and your calmness so and your femininity mostly. He says he likes the difference. He feels he has a very, very full life right now, and he's very grateful for that.
0: Oh, I'm so glad he does. He has the feminine now. As I say, Hudson has always had a mom, and now I feel like he has a dad. And I think that that does make for a very full life for Hudson.
1: He's, he sees it as male and female, not mother and father, but he sees it as male and female as the strong individuals that you are.
0: Yes. Yes. I see that too. Ah, I love that. Well, I can tell, I can tell the way that Hudson looks at Jonathan, that he has a love for him, a very deep love and appreciation for him. That is very different than how I see him look at a lot of people. And that makes me happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he enjoys he enjoys spending time with him. I mean, I, I know I've said that before, but he, he, you know, he really genuinely does. So that's that's great.
0: That is great because the other change that this has presented in Hudson's life is that Hudson never spent a night alone in his life until I started being with Jonathan. Because now, some nights I sleep at Jonathan's, and often Jonathan will sleep here. But Hudson has had a lot more free time to himself, I would say. And I don't know if that was hard for him at first.
1: Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't appreciate
0: that. He wants to know why can't he be here? Why can't, yeah, why can't Jonathan be here? Well, Hudson, because Jonathan has a home too. And for now, we live separately. Jonathan doesn't live with us. And so sometimes to be a partner to Jonathan I have to go stay at his house just like he stays here so that it's equal
1: hmm. he says he he wants to know uh <laughs> how much longer this is going to go on I'm asking him what I don't understand the question Hudson what do you mean he says he doesn't, he says occasional night is okay, but he doesn't, Is he wonders why he's left behind or why he needs to stay where he is if he's not going to be joined or have company.
0: Oh, so do, I see. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you, do you ever arrange Jordan? You used to, I think, arrange for
0: someone to stay with him. Do you not do that anymore? I still do that, except for I don't do it if I'm just going to be gone for one night. If I just sleep at Jonathan's, which is in a nearby neighborhood, uh, I don't arrange for a whole cat sitting situation because that's just part of my life at this point. But if I'm out of town for anything longer than one night, then Hudson always has a companion, someone to stay with him. Correct. So all
1: right so so he's asking me to ask again, very specifically, so do you will you are you saying that you wouldn't be spending two nights in a row with Jonathan at his house?
0: Not usually, not usually, but I think that that has happened, and it and it probably will happen again, and I would like to know in response to that, if Hudson would like to see what it's like to come with me?
1: Oh. Well, he's interested in this. He wants to know how far is it. And now by that, he means like, what would the car ride? How long would the car ride be?
0: The car ride would be about 30 minutes. It's a long time. Yes. Well, we could try to go when there's no traffic and then it would be 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. He's not sure about this. And and I think that you and I should talk about this at another time, Jordan, in that we have to let him stew with this and be with this and see if he'd be willing to try it once. And, um, and then I would talk you both through that and how to set him up for it um, ahead of time. But uh, he's not saying no. Uh, he's intrigued. I think that would be really fun and really great. Yeah. It's just not a definite yes at this point, but it's not a no. It's definitely not a no. He's intrigued.
0: Okay. That's good because something something that's coming up actually is so... We have fleas in the apartment, and this has been very stressful. And this is definitely something to talk to you about because I'm sure you have a lot of suggestions for what we can do. But I do have, at this point, pest control scheduled to come here in a few days, and Hudson can't be here. So I'm going to have to bring Hudson with me somewhere. I don't know where to go. Hudson's never left our home other than to go to the vet. And I'm curious how this will go. And what we might do. And I considered taking him with me to Jonathan's. So, but this is all very soon. This would be in just a couple of days.
1: Mm. Hmm. And I I do, I do want to ask if you're doing something like flea busters, which is not uh, poisonous.
0: Yeah, it's not poisonous. Um, This is just a company that works with my building. So I don't really have the choice of which company, but they have assured me that it's not poisonous. But I'm still very hesitant and I would love to do a more natural option and I don't have the best feeling about it. So, but I don't know what else to do.
1: Yeah, it's um, uh, you might even want to offer to pay for your own service to come, because once that stuff is in the carpet, you see, he lives down on the carpet. Yeah, this is not where he will be far above it. I mean, that's his world. And that means he's exposed to it 24 seven. And um, yeah, and and every I have seen most pest companies say it will never hurt the animal. Uh, I haven't found that to be true. So I I would be you know postponing it for a second or have us talk about some some companies and there is also um, some natural oils that you can put on him for cats specifically for for fleas um, which is also another way to go. But the the challenge is once they're in your environment, fleas are reborn every ten days. Right. So that's that's why this flea busters and I'm, I don't own it, the company or get a, a you know a portion of anything by referring anyone. It's just that I have found them to be the least offensive and and they're very natural and I have found them to be integrous as well, uh, and they will come back uh, and check things in ten days. So um, I think. I think that's something to consider because really we're talking about inhaling whatever is there into lungs, which is a moist environment for growing things inside a body. Mm -hmm. So we we would just want to be careful with with what we're we're actually uh, subjecting him to. And he's so healthy right now. Yeah, he is. He's just beautifully healthy.
0: He is. So is he uncomfortable? Is he very itchy with the fleas? It's kind of hard for me to tell.
1: He doesn't like them, but uh, and and I will send you a link to one to something again. I don't, you know, make any money off of any of these things. Um, for cats, that's herbal that you can that you can rub on him. And so I would start by doing that. Um, it's a little bit messy at first. On the end that you have to rub it into the skin, but it's very gentle, so that you can do it more frequently. As far as his being uncomfortable he's irritated and he wishes this were not happening but but here's the challenge about fleas they're worse than rabbits as far as as profligating i mean fleas are they grow so quickly as far as uh, you know duplicating themselves <laughs> so mm-hmm. you do want to jump on it and take care of it and you do want to make sure that you have an agreement that says that if you find a flea within x amount of time that you will you know, you'll have them to come back, and and that's why this company is a good one. They will. So I. So as far as is it irritating him? Yeah, is it irritating him? Yeah, it is irritating him. Um, and you do. And the the wonderful thing about how healthy he is is that he has a coat that is so thick. That you can't even find skin on this cat. I mean, he's it's <laughs> exactly. so he's that healthy. He's that healthy, and so it becomes challenging to 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 do the flea combing. I mean, it can help, and you would want you would want him to be either in a bathtub um, uh, or have a, a bottle of water next to you that you can put the comb, submerge the comb in right away to get the fleas in the water as you're combing them. But it's, it makes it even hard to find flea uh, poop, you know, res- residue from the fleas because of how thick his coat is. So it is—it's a perfect place to breed. So it is a good time to take care of it as soon as you can.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Wow. Well, hopefully I can have flea busters come. The the issue lately has been that my building will only allow this one specific company that they work with to come in, and I pay for it regardless. So. I'm going to have to see if Fleabusters will come. We'll see. I'll I'll look into it. We, we can talk about it more. But we can move on for now to, to the next thing. So I think he, Hudson probably got fleas while he was playing in the hallway. And he loves to play in the hallway. It's outside of our apartment. It's a big adventure for him. And I want to know what he thinks about playing in the hallway and if he misses it and if he understands... That I think he got fleas out there, and that's why I haven't let him out there.
1: Okay, hold on. I'm going to work with him non verbally, so hold on. He says sometimes it can feel trapping to him because you leave and he still can't go out. He says he doesn't like that. He wants to have more freedom. Uh, I'm saying, and, and right now it's challenging because of what might be happening in your hallway are they going to be treating the hallway too? I would imagine they would be treating the building, actually. Are they?
0: I hope so. But then again, I'm not sure. It's something that I'll have to talk to my property manager about.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So it would be good for you guys to be gone for at least a couple of days and that you open all the windows while you're gone. You know, after they leave, go in, open up the windows. So, um, you know, what would be an interesting adventure... Hudson would be actually, if you, uh, if you would consider it, it would be a wonderful adventure to go to Jonathan's and see what it's like there. And we'd have to make sure that you were calmed and flea-free so that no, nothing travels over to Jonathan's. But um, that would be a whole new environment. He says, yeah, I'm saying, well, just think of it. There are things you could investigate. There are places you could go. There are things you could hide out and look under and do cat things. He says, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. So is your hesitation the ride? Is that what you're you're getting there? Is that what you're? Yeah, he's showing me. Yeah, it's the car. Right. So, okay, Um Cats are interesting beings, the way they're created in their bodies, and not all of them adjust well to movement. They are um, some of the best, if not the best, hunters on the planet, and the way they, they hunt Jordan is they freeze, and they wait to see what moves, and that's what they go after. When we take them and put them in a car, we're now moving everything but them, and this is why kitties can get so sick and can be really disoriented. So when you move him, you may want to put, um, you know, a towel over whatever environment you have him in, um, making sure there's plenty of air for him or turning on the air conditioner as well um, so that he is not asked to track in a way that his body physically is not meant to. It has to do with his field of vision. He is more someone being a cat. They search the, the skyline, the, um, the horizon. And we don't. We are more vertical than we are horizontal. They're more horizontal than, than vertical. So their focus is, is one that is very different in the way they process incoming information, with with what they're seeing. So um, it, you know the the other thing is um, is to give him something to relax before he gets in, and and we can talk about that too. Um, but given something before he's going to be taking the ride way before the night before and the morning of. Um, because we don't want him to start to get upset. That's not how it's meant to be used.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what what would you recommend giving him?
1: You know, cats are very sensitive, so you would have to work with your veterinarian on how much. But I know that there are many cats that are doing well on the hemp-based CBD Mm -hmm. um, for this kind of travel. And and I stress you'd have to ask your veterinarian. Um, But uh, also I stress hemp. Uh, because it has, um, very minimal THC, which is, which is good to know. Um, we don't, we don't need someone who's having a challenge with movement to be hallucinating. (laughs) Yes, very true. Uh, Yeah, that's not, not appropriate, Uh, but, but I'm not a veterinarian. And so I can't tell you how much and how to do that, but your vet can.
0: Okay. I will, I'll figure that out. That's really good to know. Amazing. So, okay, so he understands the flea situation and why right now he can't go in the hallway. I want to know what is Hudson's favorite thing that we do together?
1: You know, I, excuse me, I just want to say one more thing about the CBD. Oh, perfect. When he is traveling, you want a, you, what you want is that you want him to not get upset and then try to recover. So that's why I'm suggesting that you initiate it the night before and the morning of, so that you're within, maybe if you initiate it in the morning, so that you're within, say, um, 45 minutes of your actually traveling or an hour. But it's because we want him to be slowed down from the night before. And I've seen wonderful results with cats getting acupuncture that couldn't even stand to be in a car, now riding to the vet and getting acupuncture and riding home and being fine with it.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. It's it's there's some really supportive things about C B D for sure. Yeah. That works with inflammation and pain and all kinds of wonderful things okay now back to your question what is his favorite thing to do his favorite thing to do is to monitor you and to be with you His second favorite thing to do is playing um he loves to play but he says um he likes that you don't play exactly like jonathan he says because then it gives him more like variety he says that um he doesn't want you to play like Jonathan does. That's too rough. That wouldn't, (laughs) that wouldn't help him help you to be focused. That would take you, we would use the expression, take you out of who you are. You know, in other words, that wouldn't be within who Jordan, how Jordan expresses himself. And he likes the way you express yourself with him. He, um, he really loves the dragging on the floor of toys that, is very exciting to him. He loves the obvious batting in the air. That's very exciting. But he just loves things where you, where it's a surprise.
0: He just loves the surprise. That's cute. Yeah, I know he loves the dragging on the floor of toys. He always gets so excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is excited about that.
0: Okay. That's amazing. So let's see here on my list of questions all these things how does he feel about his food and water okay
1: he wishes there were more variety
0: oh so that
1: may be something we want to go into um i leave that to you what what yeah it's up to you if you want to discuss the actual food amounts and how he's doing and how to rotate and all that it's up to you
0: so if he wants more variety does he want more variety between his wet food and his dry food or more variety in the flavors or what?
1: Well, I don't support dry food.
0: Oh, yeah, you don't. I do not.
1: I do not. It doesn't matter how expensive it is and how pure it is and how organic it is. Um, dry food actually takes moisture from the animal, the animal's body. So, uh, and with cats especially, Dry food gets stuck on the backside of the back teeth. Uh, Unless you have your cat's teeth cleaned every six months and even then, they get cavities on the backside of that back tooth, and that bacteria then drips right into the gut. And we are seeing a lot of cats that are between the ages of seven and nine that start having renal failure because of the dry food and not having it be substantiated to what they what they can eat and absorb. So, um, uh, you know, there's, there are more with studies from Cornell University that have taken place, but the bottom line is I personally don't support animals having dry food. And what I say to my clients is if you wouldn't eat it, why would you give it to your animal?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And from an energetic standpoint,
1: um, you know, if you look at how you treat your body, Jordan, with knowing the energy requirements, because you have high energy requirements on your physical body, and you know you have to keep it tuned. He needs that same consideration, Me- meaning energy in, energy out. Trash in, trash out. So it's, it's important that he get as, as live food as possible, meaning you know that it's fresh, that it has energy, that you can see the energy rolling off this very fresh food.
0: Yes. Well, when I have purchased raw food for him, he doesn't seem to eat it. And that was the only problem. Well, were you feeding raw food at the same time as dry? No, I took him off of dry food for a period of time and was trying to get him to eat the raw food, but he wasn't really eating it. So I kind of went back to the other.
1: Okay. It depends on what, I don't know which wet food you were feeding. I mean, which raw food, but there are several choices and there are some that are better than others. And also um, you can combine cooked food with raw food. So if, if it is too much for his system, because we don't want to start with digestive enzymes, he's too young. He should be able to create those himself. And by the looks of his, his body, he's doing well with that. Um, But at this point, I would be suggesting that we look at different types of of the fresh food, some of it frozen that you thaw, some of it raw, some of it cooked, so that he has variety and you rotate. We don't want him to develop an allergy to something just because he gets the same thing every day. Yeah,
0: that's or a true. Food,
1: or, a food, or a food sensitivity, not necessarily an allergy, but a food sensitivity.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I'll look into that. And if you have any recommendations for raw food to try out, you can send me some links if you're comfortable and I'll start experimenting with different things that hopefully he'll love.
1: Yeah. And there are places that are actually making fresh food for animals now, which is really exciting too. So that is. Yeah, they oh. there and sometimes they deliver it just saying, oh cuz I know what you're I busy and <laughs> yeah. I know you travel. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Like that's what like I want. Don't. That's what I want. And then the other thing is the other thing is for all of us who live in in areas where we are near natural disasters or are in in zones that have natural disasters, you always want to keep canned food on hand. Always. Make sure you rotate it, but make sure you always have it. And, you know, depending on how you feel you want at least a week. And I personally say two weeks, but, um, you want at least a week. And, and the reason canned is because you may lose refrigeration. You may lose electricity, um, whether it's from, you know, the hurricanes that we're experiencing or the earthquakes we're experiencing or the superstorms. any of that, this is just a consideration to always have always.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really good to know. So we'll definitely get that on hand, I'll get some raw food delivered and we can see what Hudson likes and what feels good to him. And another question I have for him that's totally separate from that is, um, does Hudson have any sense of what I do for a living? Does he know?
1: Let me ask him. So Hudson, you made some comments at the beginning of this interview that we're doing today that you sounded as though you're aware of what your human does. He says, well, yes. I'm saying, well, then what does your human do? He says she travels a lot. She works with a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh, he is saying, listen to her. That's fascinating. A lot of people listen to her. I'm asking him, how do you know this? He says, because he can see them. I'm saying, what do you see when you say you see them? He says, I, I see them around her. I see them around her. Now, he's not talking about physical beings right now. He's talking about the energetics that people have as that we are energy, you know, beings and that our essences. For instance, he's not seeing me, but he's seeing me um, because of my presence. He's aware of my presence. He is aware of Any images that he may relate to as Miranda, you know, that energetic imprint, and that when you are talking to many people at once, he is aware of that, just as he talked to you about at night being aware of the room being crowded, you know. Um, he's aware when you are talking with many people or working with many people he's also aware that there are waves of things where people are trying to get a hold of you this is fascinating what do you mean by you're aware of waves of people trying to get a hold of Jordan he says he can see it they they rush in they're a wave it's like like the way what I'm what I'm seeing right now, Jordan, that he is showing me is that it looks like we would think of the ocean having um, a swell, you know, before it's a wave, how the ocean rolls and it's a swell. He's saying that energetically he can feel that. So let me ask you this. Do you have certain times that you do releases, Jordan, on your website? Yes. OK. So that would be then what he's relating to because he's showing so many people coming toward you. So if you have certain times you're releasing and those people or people are receiving them at a certain time within a certain amount of time, yes, he would be experiencing the fact that people are tuning into you simply by what you've written, what you've posted, whatever you've done.
0: Yes, he's very correct. Well. Once a week, the podcast goes out and that's always a huge influx of hearing from people and same with kind of the nature of everything I do. It comes in waves. So he's, he's very correct and tapped in with that.
1: Mm, mm. So, so it's, he sees it, he experiences it. Does he know it's what we call the internet? No. But what he knows is just that there's activity and that that's what's happening. He, he knows that you are becoming a great teacher. He knows that you are, that that's where you're headed. That's why he accepted coming to be with you. That was one of his assignments coming into this particular lifetime. Um, and he has many behind him that sent him for this purpose. Wow, that's so powerful. Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I know that you're that you're really wonderful at understanding the internet and how it works, and marketing, and all of that. But what he's showing me is that it's much bigger than what you're doing, and that there that the purpose is is multifold, and that's why it had such huge uh, response is because there's a bigger purpose, you know, for what you're doing.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So. A question I have for you, I didn't write this down, but now hearing everything he's saying, it's making me feel like I should bring it up. Some of the non-physical beings that I have been told that I communicate with, that I feel like I communicate with, are the Pleiadians. Are you familiar with the Pleiades? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel too sometimes just this strong feeling that Hudson is connected to the Pleiadians. You
1: know, he's, he's a wonderful go-between, and by that I mean that he has this incredible ability to, which, which many animals do, and cats are really specialists at this, um, at communicating with several different cultures, many. They don't have the uh, limitations of beliefs that, that some of us do as humans, so it's not, it's not a big deal to him
0: yeah that makes sense but our, but it yeah
1: yeah so his so his focus is one of that's another set of beings that's another way of communicating that sort of thing
0: yeah, interesting, so is there anything additional that I didn't ask Hudson that he wants to communicate to me while we have you here
1: you know it's really it's really interesting, his focus. Uh, is saying he doesn't understand why humans feel they're the only ones in the universe. he says that's so limiting. I'm saying well, you know um here's here's the thing uh as as a species, we kind of have a big ego. There are many of us who do subscribe to that we're the only beings in the universe. But I think you know enough about your human to know that she doesn't have those limitations. And obviously, she pulled you to her, and you agreed to go. So the two of you do not have those limitations. You just have to have boundaries and discernment. Very important. He says he loves you very, very much. He says you're amazing. He says he's so excited about what is taking place. He's elated that you are growing. He owes his happiness to you because you keep him from being totally serious. (laughs) 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 That's a backhanded compliment and a wonderful one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) a lot, (laughs) Hudson.
0: He's like, yeah, you're not serious at all. That is so funny. So a question that I ask every guest on this podcast, and I want to ask Hudson, and I don't know what his answer will be or you'll be able to tell me if it's even possible for him to answer this question. I ask every guest that I have on the podcast, if they were a color, what color do they feel best represents their energy?
1: Mmm, ah, uh, you have an interesting topaz. So it would be a yellow topaz, and every so often he sparks an emerald. So he's, but he's primarily a yellow topaz. Wow. So he really had an
0: answer to that question. Oh, yeah. Because it's, because it's uh, everything is frequency. Yeah. So does he have, does he, what does he relate to about the topaz? No. It's not that. It isn't that he
1: relates to it. It's that you're asking what color, as in what frequency and what vibration is he? Oh, yeah. And that's where he is. That's the color that that frequency carries is that that is like a yellow topaz. It's
0: that color. I see. Well, that's probably the most profound answer I've ever gotten from a guest. So thank you, Hudson. There you go, Hudson. Wow. What color? Teaching on. What color would you be, Miranda? You know,
1: I'm more of a cobalt. I'm a cobalt person. I'm all about communication and spirituality, and um, it. I I even had a teacher for a very long time named Cobalt. God bless him.
0: That's that's a beautiful, man. Uh, yeah,
1: you know, yeah, and beautiful being that it, that's helped me through a lot of things in my life growing up with these gifts and what to do with them and, and are they gifts or what do we do? Yeah. But that, yeah, I mean, I love color. I eat color. I, I, I paint and draw and all of that, but I'm color is a full blown language to me. And, um, and it, and it effervesces and it swells and it undulates and it, it makes its statements. I mean one of the most exciting things that's happening is what's happening on our planet right now because we are changing so much. And that's that's a whole nother topic, but the bottom line is, uh, and I don't mean to to distract the conversation, it's just that it's all around us. So in asking what some color what a color someone feels there they would be is a beautiful question because it's you're asking people to think about it, plant those seeds.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well we should We should talk about that next time I have you on the podcast, because I would love to hear your insights on what's happening with our planet right now and the universe. And I agree that it's really exciting. And I think me and all my listeners have so much to learn from you.
1: Well, I just really appreciate the invitation, and I have lots to learn from you. Um, I'm, I, this is very exciting. So thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you. So my final, final question quickly for Hudson, and then we'll tell everyone where they can find you, is um, does he have a message for Jonathan?
1: Ah, oh, what a great question. Okay, hold on. Yes, he says. <laughs> Okay, just remember that you asked this, Jordan, you know, and as I say to my clients, don't ask a question unless you want the answer, because animals don't they don't care about manners, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. So he's very forthcoming. And he says, yeah, he says um, to tell Jordan he should make his mind up before too much longer, because I don't like the idea of having to travel.
0: (laughs) So is he saying we should all just make this official so Hudson doesn't have to go anywhere?
1: That's kind of what he's saying. Oh <laughs> my gosh. That is
0: amazing.
1: Well, I guess, and that's, you know, it's totally based on traveling. It's
0: totally <laughs> based on travel. So, you know, there you go. Oh my gosh. Well, that's good. Cause we have to go. That means we have Hudson's blessing. Then he wants things. He wants him here more, I suppose. For if, now. For now. Yep. For now. For now. <laughs> that's for hilarious. Now
1: we wow. will take it under review in time, you know, he'll re, re, revisit it.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, Hudson, thank you for being so open and so fun to talk to. I love, love, love learning more about my little boy.
1: Yeah. And thank you, Hudson, for your trust. Yeah. You're such a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. And thank you, Jordan. This has been lovely.
0: Thank you, Miranda. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you, your website and your new Instagram?
1: Yeah, I I can't I I can't tell you the
0: Instagram. I wish I could because I haven't memorized it yet. I know but, what it um, is. Oh, good. What is it? It's Mar- <laughs> it's just your name. It's Miranda Alcott.
1: Oh, thank you for that. And the same with my website. So it's m i r a n d a a l c o t t dot com. Miranda Alcott, and all the information is there. Um, yeah, and we even have videos and interviews and stuff like that. It's
0: there. And you teach classes, right?
1: I teach workshops. Some of them are single days. Some of them are weekends. And, um, yep, I do workshops that are pretty intense. They're not for the faint of heart. So, um, you know, they're not classes like, does Shuggy want a new collar? They're classes <laughs> based, based on what is uh, the spiritual agreement that you have with your animal and how are you doing as a team? And are you filling your, your side of the bargain?
0: I have to come to one of
1: these classes (laughs) yeah but you know Jordan if you do I want you to take the full weekend because the the one days are good classes but the full weekends are really wonderful because you get to go very deep and I know you would have a great time
0: yeah I want to go very deep I'm going to look at the schedule and see what I can do excellent
1: there's one coming up in New Mexico Uh, Level one is the first week in December and level two is the first week in November. So we have four days of of there of classes. Yeah. And it's really great. New Mexico has a wonderful energy to it.
0: Yeah, I've heard. Well, that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much,
1: Miranda. You're so welcome. I look forward to next
0: time. Me too.